So I recorded a, um, an episode the other day about Are You Frazzled? And I'm not going to lie, I thought it was my best work. Anyway, it's disappeared. I think I pressed a button <laughs> called delete and now it's gone forever. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rehash that and um, kind of tell you what I was talking about, you know. Um, so it was a it was a poddy based around, you know, are you flapping about frazzled, you know, this is, you know, when you're in the midst of an anxiety attack or you're you're on this high adrenaline life, you know. I know people who are constantly on their phone, constantly reacting, constantly busy, you know. I stay clear from that because I need soul, I need depth. So I don't want to be texted once every couple of months. It's just, you know, it's, it's, nah, nah. You know, definitely if it's shallow, like, hi, yeah, okay. Like, no, thank you. No, no, no. You know, I don't mind meeting people like once every couple of months and we go for a really nice tea or we do something of quality. But everything that I do has to be quality. I can't be dealing with this reactionary life. And so the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is because it's, it's responsible for the flappiness. It's the it's responsible for the um, the breakdowns, the um, feeling exasperated, that feeling that you have when you're in the middle of, you know, um, anxiety, and it's quite thick, you know, quite thick energy. Um, so you want to look at your behaviours. Your behaviours will always bring you to that point. So your behaviours, such as, are you reactionary? Are you running around like a blue ass fly? Are you doing this, this, and this, and this? and just reacting and not living, um, that's going to just build this momentum. So everything that we do, every behavior creates a wave of energy and then we just ride it. So that's why when you get in the momentum of hard work, you get in the momentum of going to the gym, you start to see results and then you can just ride the wave, right? But if you are constantly creating waves, but you're not enjoying them and you're not riding the waves you're going to have a degree of anxiety because you're high in the adrenal zone so the other thing I want to talk to you about is behavior and with that comes consumption so I am 1000% against wearing watches I call them bossy straps where they are telling you what to drink they are telling you when to eat and they think you're dead because you haven't moved I mean, God forbid you've just sat down and enjoying your time, but it, it's concerned. It's not concerned. It wants to keep you moving in a high adrenal state and then you don't enjoy life. You don't, you lose your fucking mind basically, right? And you lose all control. So what you're doing is you're being told what to do every five minutes and then you're consuming, you're a consumer. Oh, gotta get this, gotta get, gotta get this. Now, the thing with this technology is this, right? We're all very different. I only have one kidney, so I, being told I've got to drink all the time, I'm gonna look like a fucking blowfish by the end of the day. So I can't drink all the time, but that bossy strap doesn't know that. I also, for some reason, seem to hold on to water a lot more than my friends. Uh, and I think it's the kidney thing. Again, the boss's strap doesn't know that. It's telling me to drink more water. Believe me, my one kidney is light, really. You know? So it it's not a personal thing. It's a generic thing to keep you moving, to keep that heart rate up, to keep you re reactionary. But the problem is, and this is the worst thing about it, is that 
you lose your skills. And this is why you get flappy. This is why you lose your shit. This is why you are having, you know, I think it's an existential crisis. I can't say most words, but I like to give them a bash. But it's why you um, are in a crisis mode. You have lost the skills. Anxiety is all about doom, projecting doom in the future. Stress is a lack of knowledge. When you're stressed about something, it's because you don't know. Okay, when you're trying to put furniture up, you're stressed because you don't know how to do it. You're in an environment that you don't know about with people you don't know about, you're stressed because you don't know. Okay, so stress is a lack of knowledge. When you're in high anxiety mode, you're stressed, which means you don't know how you're gonna get through this. Why you don't know is because you've lost your skills. Because you're, you're a consumer of being told what to do all the time to the point where you're skillless. So you've now got to the point in life where you don't, you're like, and you're busy as well. So you haven't taken the time to sit down and go, God, I need to fucking chill because actually I am going to get through this because I always get through it, you know? So you can have a hard life and you can use those reference points. But if you're always busy and reactionary, you're never going to take the time to sit there and calm your anxiety and go, you know what? Everything's going to be right because I always land on my feet. Because sooner or later you're being bossed around so much and being told what to do that you're losing these skills. So when you don't have the skills, you get stressed more. Do you see what I mean? It's literally a helix of doom. Hang on, let me have a sip of coffee. Mm. So anxiety and everything, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. Yes, it comes from experience and shell shock and learnt behaviour and, you know... I mean, if I was completely honest with you I get incredibly anxious at the thought of a relationship because my relationships have been so bad and before you say as a psychic medium maybe I should have seen that come in I'm going to do a whole poddy around what it's like being a um, a psychic medium because you don't get to read for yourself it is like the worst gift you help everybody else but you don't always see it for yourself right so and also it's exhausting to be in constant check mode so anyway that's a whole different story but so I get anxious because I'm like hang on a minute is this person gonna be this is this person gonna be that so I get anxious and because I haven't got the skill of having a great relationship yet I can't I can't not be stressed because I haven't got the reference point of yeah don't worry about it you know you know you know um, what to do oh don't worry about it you know so you know, the past just creep up and the past does haunt you and bite you on the bum. But it doesn't dictate your future if you don't let it, you know. So always try and always give things a bash, right? But the thing about stress and flapping and anxiety attacks, you know, and that high adrenaline thing is because you're, you've handed your power over. You've handed your power over technology and technology is telling you what to do all the time. And, you know... Um, how to be and it's and it's changing your behaviors that don't suit you I think I said this on a previous poddy that the um, there was this client of mine and he said I'm losing my relationship and I said what do you mean what's going on so basically his girlfriend had got this app and the every time the girlfriend kind of sat down on the sofa for a cuddle the app was telling her she had to get up and move the app had to tell her that she was thirsty all the time 
you know, and he said, I, I felt completely disconnected from her and that she was completely consumed with this app and this watch and everything. And I'm like, fucking hell. But this is what happens. And this girl's anxiety went off the scale because she was losing her sense of self. You know, I go through periods of just not eating and it's not, yes, I've had disordered in the past, but it's not that. My eating thing is if I'm not hungry, I don't eat anything. I just don't. I'm not a breakfast, lunch and dinner thing. I'm just not. I used to be, but I don't know. I just get really full and I don't know. Maybe it's a slow metabolism. I don't know, but it's like, I don't want to be told I have to eat something because then when I eat something, I wasn't even hungry and I feel tired and 60% of your energy goes on the digestive process so if you're eating every three hours then you're on a very low energy because you're eating and digesting eating and digesting constantly so all this you know you've got to eat all the time again it is making you tired and distracted and it's like I hear people all the time oh I've got to eat something my sugar levels are dropping of course they're fucking dropping they're meant to you know we're not meant to be in a high sugared state all the time. We're meant to have like f feeding time. So our blood sugars go up, our digestion goes up. And then after we have consumed and our energy is focused on digesting, guess what? Our energy levels will drop because it's part of the fucking feeding process. And then, you know, it's a long ass day. You're going to get tired in the afternoon. Have a nap. Take your time. Chill. We we're meant to have these ups and downs, right? But the amount of times that I've sat in an office and I've heard people go, oh, oh, I'm just going to um, get something from the shop because uh, my sugar levels are dropping. Right, so now what you're going to do, you're going to have a bar of sugar and then you're going to sit there and then you're going to be tired afterwards and then you're going to be like, oh, you know, I need, I need another coffee, I need another coffee. The problem is you're constantly consuming. Your body and your mind and your spirit will be so much more efficient if you stopped consuming all the fucking time you know you don't get any work done my old flatmate used to say to me like katie why do you only eat when it comes like 12 o'clock is when i eat right and that's it i don't have i fast all night and i fast all morning and i said to her there is nothing more ambitious and there is nothing more efficient than a hungry lion like when i hit that work i get more more done in the morning because i am starving i am hungry and i'm I'm hunting in my mind I am hunting for food and then at 12 o'clock I'm eating you know but I think I said this before I used to work at this company right and so I used to get there I'm really efficient with work I am super on it and I got there in the morning and people would come in about 10 past 9 sorry sorry bus transport sorry traffic and then they'd put their stuff down and then they're off to the canteen and I'm thinking what the hell and then they come back with a bit of breakfast, coffee, latte. So lots of sugar there, lactose, anything with osin, fructose is sugar, right? So sitting there, sugar, bowl of sugar, 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 sugar. And they're eating it and it's now, what, half past nine? And I'm like, geez, you're taking the piss, are you not? And then about an hour later, just going to get a coffee, just going to constant consuming. Their work efficiency was so low, so low, you know? Mr. and Mrs. Bare Minimum right there, you know? But it's, and then their watch would be like, you've got to get moving, you've got to think. Do you see what I mean? They're on this constant treadmill of 
got to do, got to do, got to do, got to do. Do you know what happens when you're in the got to do mode? You forget to be. So you can be doing all these things, but you're not being these things. And then your happiness goes. So over time, if you live your life in this state, over time, you have high anxiety, you have depressive modes because of your up and downness. And guess what? You're not happy. So when I get a load of people come to me and they go, okay, I don't know, I've, I'm anxious, I'm depressed. I get really dark moments and I feel really lonely and disconnected. And also, you know, I don't know, I'm either, I'm either really functioning and thing or I'm like exhausted and, you know, I only really stop when I'm ill and uh, yeah, I'm just not happy. I'm, I don't know why, but I'm just not happy. All of those things can be fixed when you change your fucking behaviors. And so you need to like put the phone away from you. I don't even have my phone on fucking vibrate. I just don't. I was like, why do I need to be walking around going ee, 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 ee? Like, why do I care? Yeah, yeah. Reach out to my phone. I'll get to you at some point. I mean, it will be within a 24-hour time frame because I generally do have my phone around me, but I'm not going to react to every single thing. I let things build up and then I do one swoop and react, like 1,000%, you know? And I, I'm not going to wear something that tells me what to do. I don't like being told what to do at the best of times, let alone if it says drink more. No. What happens if I'm in the theatre watching an amazing play and my watch is vibrating and telling me I've got to move because it thinks I'm dead? You know, what am I going to do? Just get up and have a little star jump? No, no, I'm sorry. When you disconnect from yourself, you're going to have depression. And you're going to have anxiety because you've lost the connection with self and you've lost this sense of knowing who you are, knowing what you need and, and you know, and therefore your confidence is gone. So it's a bit like having a baby. You're your own baby. If you disconnect from your child and you don't know what it needs anymore, you're gonna feel like a shit mom, aren't you? You know, or dad. So, you know, with yourself, you stop fucking disconnecting from yourself. In fact, life is about learning about yourself and cherishing yourself and just, you know, thinking highly of yourself. You know, the most skilled people, and this isn't about showing off and being skillful in so many areas, but it's being skillful in the sense of, I know what I need now. I know what's good for me. It's the art, you learn the art of negotiation. Do you know, when you learn the art of negotiation, you're amazing at getting the salary that you want. You're amazing at getting the relationship you want. You're amazing at getting whatever you want because you learn negotiation. This isn't gonna work for me. That is gonna work for me, you know? Um, with relationships, I mean, my my background has been absolutely shocking. But what saved me was the art of negotiation. I was able to say, this isn't working for me anymore, see you bye. I mean, yeah, it, it was, it's the only thing that saved me. Um, with salaries as well, you know, I work in, um, in the people area in corporate. And it shocks me how many people can't negotiate their salaries. You know, if you don't ask, you don't get and people are really funny about it, but it's because they've lost the self-worth. So when you lose that disconnect, if, if you're not walking around knowing when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, and not uh, you know, um, being mindful of that, and saying, actually, I, do, I need to go for a bit of a walk now, or you know, actually, I just need to rest. What's happening is you're waiting until you're ill and exhausted, and then you're listening to yourself. But that's a bit late, isn't it? You don't have to live in extreme extremities you just extreme sorry you don't have to live in 
high or low high or low it's a very bipolar state isn't it you know and that's exhausting in its own right so look just avoid anything else or anyone else telling you what to do you know your body you know yourself you know like if I was to do the three meals a day and I was to eat like everyone else and drink everyone else I've done this I followed it because that's what I was told and that's what society wants you to do and the 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 and I followed it and I felt really quite ill and I didn't know why and I was felt very moody and I didn't know why but the minute I started introducing fasts well I feel sharp as fuck you know and my confidence is high because I feel good and then my confidence is high and my behaviors change and then my behaviors change and I'm a lot more mellow I'm a lot more um things work in my favor things happen easier things happen better you know my quality of life has gone up since I've stopped you know following everyone else's recommendations you know even the health organization you know so I I stopped following what anyone else is telling me whether it's an organization health organization whatever it is I do not care I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm thirsty and I'll have a coffee when I want a coffee no one is going to tell me what to do when it comes to my body I know what my body wants I know the rest it needs I know that it needs to go longer periods without eating some people may be completely different but while you're being dictated to by an app that is generic and yes it has these uh, technology is an interesting one actually I've been studying it for a while I've been watching it and watching it develop for me my opinion is technology is always in the past not in the future and I know that's not what they say so technology is the future technology is the future put it this way when I order I don't know an armchair wherever I go on the internet then it's it's giving me this armchair buy another armchair buy another. why do I want two armchairs so it goes on past data but the problem is the human psyche the human behaviors and the study that I do with humans which is and more energetic we're so sporadic we can change our mind at any point so how does technology know what's good for us tomorrow how does technology know what's good for us in the next moment because yes technology might tell me that i needed longer fasts for example so say if it takes this route tells me fast 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 and then all of a sudden my body goes because of a hormonal change or anything like that my body goes no actually you do need to have a bit of breakfast today how is technology going to help me with that because it can't get into my energy in the same way when i read to people i read people and i say right they say katie i've been in a marriage for 20 years and out of nowhere he's run off with somebody else technology wouldn't have been able to predict that because your energy changes and it changes for so many different reasons it you can get triggered from a memory that you didn't know know that you had when you were a kid your facade that you've been living and the behaviors that you've been living all of a sudden change because you don't you you decided to be more honest now so when you're emotionally and energetically driven you're so random so random yeah that's why i read so well is because i tap into your energy and i can see that something remarkable is going to happen tomorrow which doesn't make sense because it's never happened in the past but technology is a little bit behind in that regard because it can't read your energy it can it can it can read data and it can read um behaviors and the likely outcome because of the past but if we go into go down that route there is no future then because it's like 
I am not my past. I change all the time. My mind changes all the time, but data would have me as this person who was in this specific job acting a certain way. I am not that person. I'm completely different. You know, so when you have these apps and you have all this stuff telling you that you've got to drink, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Why? Yesterday I might have needed that and yesterday it might have been good, but not today. Not today. You know, it's how many times do you know that you've had alcohol, right? And one day you have a glass of wine, you feel fine, didn't even touch you. You think, oh, I don't know what's happened there. And the next day you can have wine and you're like, really drunk after one glass you have no idea why because your body is constantly changing and depending on what's already in your system and you know what your liver's doing and everything like that and it's all reactionary well it's a build-up and then you're going to get drunk you know so you can't rely on other people and other things who know you to tell you what to do you know this is why i don't really like i like don't get me wrong, I have friends from childhood and I, I love them to bits. But this is why if someone really knows me and they give me advice, I have to then take advice from someone who doesn't quite know me so that I can find a medium. A median, I think it is. You know, the middle ground. Because if you knew me from the past, you'd see a set of behaviours. And if you didn't know me, you would be there, there would be no bias, you know. So technology is very biased, but it's always based upon your past because of the data that it needs. So you need to stop being pushed around and overwhelmed and, you know, these bossy straps, like, no, you know, no, 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 no. So look, these are the things that get you into the point of anxiety. These are the things that get you into that locked in state where you're having a meltdown. So... What I want to talk about now is how do you get out of that that state where you are so rigid, you're exasperated, you are overwhelmed. Okay, again, this would have come from past. This would have come from past behaviours. A lot of people in these states don't feel good enough. In that moment, they don't feel good enough. They feel overwhelmed. They feel depressed, anxious. Um, you're freaking out, okay? So how do you get out of that state once you're in it? You need to just stop and reevaluate. That's what you need to do. Don't do anything. You can't, don't colour in, don't write down affirmations, don't stand on your head and do a yoga pose. Don't try and breathe, that deep breathing people keep going on about. Look, I'm not being funny, but have you ever been in the midst of like what feels like an anxiety attack and you're trying to fucking breathe or take control of it? No way, no way. It's like trying to meditate when you're really stressed. You can't do it. If you had control over your brain, you wouldn't be really stressed. So how on all of a sudden you're meant to have control over your brain? It's ridiculous. So look, all you need to do is say you're in this moment of flapping about and, you know, freaking out. You need to just stop. Put everything down and stop. If you can make a cup of tea, that will be brilliant because the art of making a cup of tea, enjoying it, inhaling it, it actually resets your nervous system. So this is what we need to do. We need to reset your nervous system, okay? So just stop and disengage. Once you disengage, then your mind will be like really throwing a lot of things at you. You know, like you're not good enough. This is thing. You're going to end up homeless. You're going to end up single. You're going to end up alone. Blah, 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 blah. Let it chat. Let it exhaust itself. Just sit there for a second and be like, yep, brain, you go all out but give yourself a time limit. 
say, right, for the next 10 minutes, brain, you can go apeshit. And then what you'll start to do, because of the art of just sitting still and gathering your faculties, you're going to start to relax a little bit better, okay? And then I need you to do this. I need you to work on your skills so that put these bossy straps away, put these apps away, stop with your to-do lists. Your to-do lists are driving you fucking crazy and getting you in a state of, I don't feel comfortable enough that I will remember. You're handing over your power and your control. Okay, so when it comes to a meltdown, you don't think you have power and control. You do not think you are gonna get yourself out of this. So you're reaching out for everybody else to help you. You're reaching out for everyone else to save you. And then you run the risk of being vulnerable. Okay, so only take on what you think you can manage. Stop with the overexhaustion. Stop with this, you know, entrepreneur mindset where it's like a million different things. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's rich coming from me because I have a corporate job. I have a magazine to run. I have private clients. I've worked for three psychic companies. The list is fucking endless. The list is endless. But I have very high confidence that I can achieve all of them. Will I take on something else? Absolutely no way. I'm at full capacity. Thank you. So follow your own values, follow your own beliefs, follow your own capacity. But I need you to take that power back away from these apps and to-do lists. Because when you write something down, to do, to do, to do, to do, you're saying to yourself, I need to write it down and put it there because I don't feel confident enough that I'm going to remember. So again, you've just told yourself that you're not good enough. Okay, so take heed, disengage more. When you disengage more, you will have more confidence in yourself. I always, I always do this trick where I try and avoid to-do lists and I end up just saying, if I meant to do it, spirit will remind me. If I meant to do it, spirit will, um, you know, it will pop up in my experience again. Because I write songs, sometimes I hear a lyric that would be really, really good. And I think, oh my God, that would be such a good hook. And if I'm out and about or with someone, I don't want to be reaching. And I know songwriters who do this. They reach for their phone or they reach for a pad and they have to write it down. Oh, if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget it. Are you of that little faith that you have to be that reactionary to life? I say, I go, oh, no, that's an amazing lyric. That's brilliant. If I meant to have it, it will come back again because now is not the right time to write it down because I'm enjoying time with my friend and I'm enjoying my day out and I don't wanna be a slave to ideas. So if that idea is meant to come back and I'm meant to grab that idea, then it will come back and I will do it next time. What that's saying is it's saying, universe, I trust you for the greatest timings ever. I trust you for being abundant and it's not a case of grab, 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 lack, lack, grab, you know? So look, the overarching message of this body, right, is disengage from anything that's telling you what to do. You need to learn yourself. You need to learn the skills. You need to build yourself up. Okay. You need to rely on yourself. So when you do freak out and those freak outs will get less and less, the more that you have faith in yourself. But when you are in the middle of a freaking out moment is that you go, you're able to override the program, which is panic. And you're able to go, oh, you know what? I always land on my feet. It's fine because you've been landing on your feet for so long and you haven't relied on a piece of technology or some kind of fucking data to tell you what to do and, and who to be. No, this has got to stop, this is bullshit, you know? 
So look, have a bit more faith in yourself, but don't give yourself a hard time. I know spiritual people who do this. Oh, okay, I have to wake up at, you know, fucking 5 a.m. and then I have to do yoga. And if I don't do that yoga, and then I have to have a chamomile tea, then I have to have this, then I have to do that. And I think, well, are you meant, you're meant to be spiritual, right? So you're meant to have a lot of faith, like extraordinarily amount of faith. And here you are mechanizing. I don't even think that is a word. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's like um, being mechanical with your spiritual practices. If I don't do yoga though, Katie, my whole day falls apart. Really, is that the program that you've created for yourself? Because believe me, the world is not going to fall apart and your world is not going to fall apart because you haven't fucking stood on your head. Your world will fall apart when you don't pay bills, bitch. Not because you haven't stood on your head. So the bullshit we tell ourselves, if we don't do something, it's going to fall fall apart. If we don't do something. I know a lot of messy people who are spiritual because they're using spirituality as a crutch. Spirituality is not a fucking crutch. Spirituality is you, but it's your faith. It's the, it's the part of you which is faith, love, honour. It's those delicious, gold-centred fucking vibrations. It's not an external medicine. If you, if you act like that, then you're going to get the piousness and all that bollocks. But spirituality is just allowing your extraordinary confidence to take over. That's all it is. It's like you flap it about. So you go, meh, I'm going to hand it over to Faith, which is I'm handing it over to a part of me that really does give a shit about this, but it will sort it out. There you go. Sorted. Hang on, let me have a coffee. I've had spiritual people tell me, oh my God, you can't have that coffee. It sends your, it sends something off. Um, Bitch, if you see my testimonials, it sends nothing off. I am purely where I need to be. Thank you very much. All right. So look, you need to have more faith in yourself. Stop flapping about. The reason you're flapping about is because you don't have any faith in yourself. You're stressed. Stress is a lack of knowledge. You think you can't achieve it. Of course you can fucking achieve it. You've achieved so much already. Chill out. Okay, stop handing your power over to things, deity, people, apps. Own it. Own your power. Take it back and say, right, okay, I'm a delicious person. The world works for me. Simple. The end. Don't need to explain myself. And then watch your day unfold in the most delightful way anyway on that note I'm gonna go I've said enough said what I need to say but yeah anyway I love you loads as always come here come here for a squeeze okay grow a fucking backbone you know